time you should kiss the girls that we want to kiss. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. It'd be a privilege to have my heart broken by you. Death cannot stop true love. All it can do is delay it for a while. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking to love. This is our wedding. I post it. Mm-hmm. If you sign it. You had me at hello. Welcome to Shipwrecked, the podcast exploring fictional relationships and the fandoms that inspire them. I'm Allison Spink. And I'm Bondi Holland. And this is a place to let out your inner fangirl. Or boy. With no judgment. But before we get started, a little disclaimer. These are thoughts and opinions, and we don't claim to know everything about fandom culture. So if we get something wrong, send us an email and we'll be sure to correct our mistakes in the next episode. Our email is shipwreckedpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a great summer. Mm -hmm. I know we did. We sure did. Lots of travels. Yes. I'm not sure if anyone noticed at all, but we did go MIA for a little bit Mm -hmm. there. Took some some time apart. Yeah, I think our last episode was in May, back in May. Yeah. Quite some time ago. So we took a little hiatus to think on some things and decide if we wanted to revamp this and how we were going to change it. Mm We also did some traveling. Yeah, some time to travel. Allie was in Australia. Yes, for a month, month. which was amazing. I loved it so much. Down under. Mm -hmm. And I was in uh, Europe as well as Africa, actually. So All the travels. Bit of a lengthy stay out there, but it was good and refreshing. And yes, I'm happy to be back. Very good summer overall. Mm -hmm. But Um, we did miss this, and we're glad to be back. Yes. Back to talking about our ships and our fandoms. Bringing back the nerdiness. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I really did. There's like a hole in my heart. (laughs) A nerdy hole. A nerdy hole in my heart. And also, though, because I feel like during the summer, there's nothing really on. That's true. All of our shows went on hiatus. There was a few good summer movies, though. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman came out this summer. Amazing. If you have not seen Wonder Woman, get on it because it's out on DVD now and it's amazing. Says the girl who just saw it this week. I... I was late on the draw, yeah. but uh, so was, was I because I didn't see it at, until what, like end of August, I think it was. But mm-hmm. so so good, I loved it. Yeah, that was my nerdy highlight of the summer. I think. Yeah, there definitely. was of course Spider Man as well. Yeah, we. I don't Spider-Man think we haven't. We both haven't have not seen, seen that. No, yet. I'm really disappointed in myself because Spider Man has been like my favorite super, one of my favorite superheroes. Oh really? Anyway, since I was little. Oh yeah, I love Spider Man. Like the original, like Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Oh yeah. That was my jam. The upside down kiss. Come on. Oh yeah, come and then on. reenacted in the OC with Seth and Summer. Oh. That was so good as well. It was lovely. Yeah, I know. I do need to see it as well. I don't really know. Like, why do they keep revamping it? Like, there's been so many different. Yeah, they do franchises it very, very quickly. And it hasn't even been like in the span of what. Like, when did the first original Spider-Man movie come out? Like, early 2000s? Yeah. And it's 17 years later, and there's three different ones? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Like, I wonder why it's, so, like... So many Spider-Mans. Yeah. Why do Spider-Man is supposed to be very, very young, right? And so I think they're just growing up too fast. Yeah, I guess so, but... Because Tobey Maguire was already, like, 25 when he was filming it, so it was supposed to be a 17-year-old. Yeah, that's true, I and guess. And then he just really quickly... He did get three movies in. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Then why just, like, ended up three I movies? You're done. Spider-Man's done. Yeah. But then I, I guess mean, you couldn't like do... Spider-Man doesn't grow up, right? Like, he's not, like, a never-aging... Like, yeah, you true. You a 40-year-old Spider-Man. And... You just have never seen him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But did they do any, like, of the... Because it's DC, right? Spider-Man? Mm, no, DC's Marvel. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Because he joins the Avengers in Captain America Civil oh, War. Oh, yeah, right. That's what I was going to say. That's the first time we see new Spider-Man, like, baby Spider-Man. 
Oh, the Tom Holland. Tom Holland is yeah. in The Avengers. He's in Civil War, yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, I th- like, otherwise I couldn't do, like, Tony, Tobey Maguire didn't do any of the add-ons. Like, he was just Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah, he was only he Spider-Man. He and wasn't shown in any other ones. Andrew Garfield. Oh, he wasn't in that he one He was an either. exclusive Spider-Man. Like, it's so weird to me. Like, why don't you just add one of those guys to the cast of... Because, Pe- people grow up. Not everybody's Peter Pan. I know that, but it's just weird. Mm, Anyways, okay. still need to see that. Yeah. For sure. But Wonder Woman was definitely a highlight. And there are some new ones coming, too. Like, Thor is coming out very soon. Mm. The Rang- Ragnarok. Yeah, I want to see that. He's a friend from work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the best part of the trailer. I just love Chris Hemsworth. We know each other. We know. Hey. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. and excited for our fall shows to come back. Oh, same. Supergirl starting in, like... Like very soon, doesn't it start this week? I think almost. Uh, I think so, actually, today. or maybe next week sometime. Uh, it's soon. currently September twenty fourth, even though it feels like the middle of July because it is currently <laughs> thirty five degrees yes. outside. Where we are sitting, we have the windows all shut. I do not have air conditioning in this apartment, so we're sitting here directly in front of a fan. Yes, sipping so iced coffee and water. Hoping you cannot for the best. hear it, but I don't think you, you can hear what hear us sweating. No, the fan. Oh, hear <laughs> <laughs> us sweating. A little on it's the not warm meant side. to be 35 degrees mm-hmm. at the end of September, but yeah. global warming, I guess. It's not real. It's fake news. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. Global warming. <sighs> what shows have you been keeping up with at all, or have you started any new ones? Or um, I started binging iZombie. <gasps> so good. I think I only got about two thirds of the way into the first season, though, so I still have a lot coming for me, which I'm very excited about. I watched that show. I think I started it in like, I think we talked about it a little bit on the podcast before. So I must have started it like mm-hmm. end of April, beginning of May. And I watched it all the way through. Like I'm all caught up in like maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. And season two of Winona Earp came out this summer. Oh yeah. Which, which I still we need to catch to up catch on because that's on. while we were away. Yeah. So I'm still very behind. I have a binge, a binge night of Winona coming up. Yeah. Which I always mistakenly call Waverly Earp. Because Waverly Earp. We all know who my favorite character because is. Because she's the whole show. <laughs> she's so adorable. She is pretty cute. Yeah. So That's another relationship that. that we need to discuss at some point. Way hot. Yeah. Way hot. Is that their couple name? Yeah. Way hot. It's Officer Hot. That's hilarious. Nicole Hot. Well, they are pretty cute. So they are adorable. I, I agree with that name. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm also like interested in how they're gonna do the new Once Upon a Time, because oh, yeah, it now that ended, they lost all their characters. Yeah, it ended with uh, Emma and Hook's wedding, and then I didn't. I never watched the last episode because I was like, I can't do this. It's too sad. Like, as if they end with their wedding though, and then Emma's just like, bye, bye. Felicia. I know. But like it could something else like I don't know I really don't know how it ended because I didn't watch the final episode because I just was like I'm not gonna do it I can't do it right now yeah. I'm really behind on Once Upon a Time like I think I'm several seasons behind Oh really Because when we were still living together I would binge it Yeah Because we were watching I think it you together. like kind of got me started on it Really I think you were the one that was like Hey we should watch this show Oh I think Anyways I'm not really sure but I'm basically caught up except for the last episode. But then this new season, so I was, um, I follow the showrunner and creator on Twitter Mm -hmm. and he was like taking fan questions and stuff because I feel like everyone's losing their shit (laughs) over the change. Yeah, no kidding. And he was basically saying like, it's not, it's, it's basically like a relaunch. Like it's a new, whole new like error. Yeah. It's like like a new series. Almost a spinoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's not going to be. 
<laughs> what you think Apparently, it is. Um, Big Bang Theory has a spinoff coming out. Yeah, Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Same. that. Same. I think it's it's a bit much, but the we'll kid's see. adorable though. So yeah, he's the he's the kid from Big Little Lies. Oh really? Actually, have you watched that? No, I haven't. So I watched that on the plane, uh, coming back from Australia. The whole series. The whole series, because wow. the plane ride is freaking. <laughs> that is true. Takes forever. Australia is very far. It's Australia very far. Is a beautiful island. <laughs> it's it is beautiful, but it's a, it's it's a trek. Yes. It it's is. a commitment. Australia is a commitment. It's the other side of the world. But I did watch that all on the, my flight home, and it was so good. I highly recommend it. And it just won like literally every single it did. Emmy. It won a lot of them. Yeah, which was also, I didn't watch the Emmys, but I saw little clips from it. And Nicole Kidman kissed her co-star, like, directly on the lips in front of Keith Urban. And I just thought it was a very odd move. It is a very strange thing to do. Maybe they have an open marriage. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Yeah, I only caught about, I want to say, a half hour, 45 minutes of the Emmys because I was still, I had just been to TIFF Mm. with my sister. Look at you, so fancy. I was at TIFF. I was at TIFF. yeah, Couldn't so catch the I Emmys because <laughs> I was at TIFF. <laughs> I caught part of the Emmys at my sister's house after TIFF. Nice. Um, where I saw The Shape of Water, which is actually very... The it's Shape the new of Water. Guillermo del Toro one. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's the director, <laughs> Allison. Okay. Um, it was interesting. It was, it was very, very well done. Like, it was a beautifully done movie. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was artsy. Would you say it was very shit. artsy? No, I wouldn't even say it was artsy. It was just, like... Strange. Yeah, you'll have to watch it first. I don't want to give it out because I don't know when it like actually comes out, okay. like when it's actually premiering that people can go watch yeah. it. But yeah, it was a very, very, very interesting movie. But super. How well was done. the rest of your and TIFF experience? acting. That's really all I did. I went and got went dinner, to- and then I went to to TIFF. Didn't yeah. see any celebs walking no, around. No, I didn't. I got. I caught the tail, and it was the very last day. So mm, okay, I did not get the lovely experience of my younger sister, where she got to meet yeah. uh, Sebastian's. Well, didn't meet, but but saw. Yeah, Sebastian Stan and Margot Robbie and everybody so from my Tanya. That's amazing. Yeah, pretty jealous of that. She mm-hmm. had a pretty cool experience for the age, the ripe age of 15. 15, yeah. <laughs> this was your first, like, you've never been to TIFF before, have you? No, this I haven't, because my sister's working for them this year, right. so she got us got all tickets. free tickets. Next year, man. Next year. We'll go. We'll, we'll go we'll next go year. See all the celebs. All right, well, that's enough of our idle chit-chat about our summers and catching up. Um... So this week, do we introduce first and then we'll do our quiz? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So this week we are doing Romine. Romine, one of the classics. Which is a classic love. Debated by some to be one of the best literary romances ever. Yeah. So. And I also, like, great fandom. Oh, it is. Like, Harry Potter, I feel like. I would say it's the fandom. That was my original fandom. Harry Potter is, like, the ultimate fandom, I would say. Like, how many different things has the Harry Potter universe taken over, basically? I would say it's it's one of the only ones that has its own theme park. Yeah. Right? Like, there's, like, Star Wars attractions and stuff out there, but. But Harry Potter has its own. Harry Potter is the only one with its actual Is there, so there's one in Florida, Harry Potter. And then one in California. And then is there one in Paris as well, in Disney? No, because Harry Potter's not Disney. Warner Brothers. Oh yeah, Warner Brothers. <laughs> I was like, yeah, wait. So there's not one at Disney. Um, but so there's it's California, California and, there's and then there's Florida. the tour in England in London. Oh true, yeah. There's the set, and then they had that one that traveled around because I saw it in Toronto. Like, oh, did you? Yeah, I saw it in Toronto. Like probably like seven years ago. Oh nice. Yeah, it was cool. 
There's also, I feel like, a bunch of Harry Potter themed like bars and bookshops. I've been to that one in and, Toronto as well. Yeah, there's Ooh, just actually in my summer travels in Portugal, I visited the bookstore where J.K. Rowling was inspired to write <gasps> Harry Potter. That's amazing. It was really cool. It was really really pretty. That's awesome. It had this awesome staircase, which is where she got the idea for the moving staircases. That's so cool. It was oh, really cool. Her mind is just like so fascinating to me. She I has every single. Like, every single detail, I feel like she has it down. Like, you can ask her any question about any character in that series, and she'll know the answer in two seconds. Yeah, because she has apparently just, like, books and books and books of backstories and information. That's something to do with, though, man. Like, there's no plot holes. No, there's (laughs) absolutely no plot holes. She filled them right back in. All right, so we are going to find out now. Our BuzzFeed quiz for this week is which Hogwarts house would your soulmate be in? Yes. That is what we will do. And the tagline underneath is, it's all about inter-house relationships. <laughs> inter-house relationships. Inter-house relationships. What if it's not, though? So wait, circling back, are we still counting oh, you yeah. as a Slytherin alley? <laughs> no, I have dubbed myself Huffle- Hufflepuff. You can't just, if this actually, is your, technically if, you can, remember? That was the thing with the sorting hat is because Harry almost is a Slytherin, but he asked to be Gryffindor. Right. And then he tells his son he can do the same thing. Okay. So, so if you feel you're a Hufflepuff. I am a Hufflepuff. I've taken many quizzes besides the Pottermore quiz that have said I am a Hufflepuff. So so it's only the one designed by J.K. Rowling herself <laughs> that you don't trust. You know what? I'm going to retake <laughs> it again because I am a Hufflepuff. You were supposed to do that. That was your homework for all summer. You had like four months. I'm sorry. Guys, if this is your first episode, I've taken this Harry Potter quiz <laughs> so many times and it's just inconclusive. But I was, what was I? Gryffindor first, like a long time ago because I can't remember when I Back took that when one. we were babies. And then well, that's when they sort when you I when recently, you're yeah, but I feel like my answers are like would be so different now than they would be when I was eleven. Like mm. I wasn't a, like that uh, much of a human when I was eleven. You know, I wasn't that much of a human. No, yeah, okay. you don't. You don't really like know who you are when you're eleven. I guess I don't really know who I am now either. But like, I think I'm a Hufflepuff. So definitively, <laughs> this is what we're saying. I'm a Hufflepuff. What are you, Gryffindor? Gryffindor. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're going with for this quiz. All right. So who would our who would our soulmates be? All right. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. First question is, what do you look for in a soulmate? Great hair, a nice body, striking eyes, or I don't really care about looks. I don't only care about looks. Yeah. That's, the that's one of the options. I mean, they're definitely important, but. Yeah. They're not everything, but. Yeah. Like it's weird that they don't give you another option. Okay. I'm going to go with, I don't only care about good looks. Okay. But it definitely helps if they're attractive. Yeah. Choose a Hogwarts professor. Uh, Professor Snape. Professor T. How do you say her last name? Trelawney. Trelawney. Professor Hagrid. Professor Lupin. Professor Lockhart. Professor Umbridge. Who who is the worst character? Uh, Professor Sprout or Professor McGonagall. Obviously McGonagall. Yeah, you got to. She's the most badass woman ever. She is. And like in real life as well. She's amazing. Ugh, Maggie Smith. Choose a song by Celestial Warbeck. That was <laughs> That's like a wizard celebrity singer. Celestial Warbeck. That's <laughs> funny. You charmed the heart right out of me. A cauldron full of hot strung love. <laughs> Beat back those bludgers, boys, and cluck that quaffle here. What are wow. these? You that stole like my cauldron, song. but you can't have my heart. Um, I would really like to hear these as actual songs, please. I'm going to go with You Charmed the Heart Right Out of Me. That's so funny. These all sound like country songs. They do. Which quality is most important? Loyalty, charm, chivalry, or intelligence? 
Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with chivalry or loyalty. I'll go with loyalty. Which one? Loyalty? Yeah. Choose a class at Hogwarts. Potions, charms, transfiguration, or defense against the dark Ooh, arts. Ooh, defense against the dark arts. Ooh, really? show. Yeah. Uh, choose a Triwizard Champion. Victor Crumb, Cedric Diggory, Fleur Delacour, or Harry Potter? Um, I'm going to go with Harry Potter. Harry Potter? Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Did you put your <laughs> name in the Goblet of Fire? Choose a magical date spot. Honeydukes, the Three Broomsticks, the Hog's Head, or Madame P- Puttyfoots? 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 I'm going to go with the Three Broomsticks. It's casual, but there's also alcohol. True. What is Madame Puttyfoots? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. I've never heard of that one. Gryffindor! Woo! I'm sticking to what I know. Oh, yeah. Your soulmate is super brave and chivalrous, and although they may sometimes be a little reckless, you know that anything you experience together will be an adventure. Soulmate-worthy oh. Gryffindors include Hermione Granger and haughty Oliver Wood. Oh, and Harry Potter. Oh, and Harry Potter. That's funny. Dang. Okay, well, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I kind of knew that would be the answer, but... Who would your um Hogwarts OTP... No, not OTP... Who would you put yourself with in Hogwarts? Of everybody at Hogwarts? Yes. Yeah. Out of all the main characters. Oh, I guess anyone. I don't think I could really. Maybe Harry. Choose. Harry's got like the like moody thing going. Yeah. 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 It would probably be Harry Potter. Mm. Good choice. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you look for in a soulmate? Great hair. Nice body. Striking eyes. Oh. Like none of those are good options. Like it's. Well, then you go with you don't really only care about looks. But you I don't want to tell all the listeners that you're shallow. That's what I mean. But like, I f- kind of do. <laughs> I'm not shallow, but like, well, it, body, it's eyes, a, or hair. Then I'm gonna obviously. go body. No, yeah. I'm gonna go eyes. Uh, Hogwarts professor. Obviously, I'm gonna do McGonagall because yes. you can't pick anyone else. No. Although I do like Professor Sprout. Eh. Uh, choose Plants. a song. I'm gonna go. You stole my cauldron, but you can't have my heart. <laughs> that was my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> Which quality is most important? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go loyalty as well. Hogwarts class, I'm going to do potions. Ooh, it's very Slytherin. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Choose, um, that's what I'm going to get. I'm totally going to get Slytherin. Triwizard champion, I think I'm going to go floor. Date spot, I'm going to do honeydukes. Ravenclaw. You'll never be bored with a Ravenclaw for a soulmate. You'll constantly be learning new things and going on crazy adventures to keep up with their eccentric mind. Potential Ravenclaw soulmates include Luna Lovegood. She's my favorite character. She is my favorite character, too. And Gilderoy Lockhart. Ew. Who can resist that smile? Aw. I'm happy about that. Yeah, I think that's a good match for a Hufflepuff. Mm -hmm. Luna is definitely... I didn't think Luna was uh, Ravenclaw. Yeah, she is. I thought so she smart. was a Hufflepuff for some reason. No, never. No, never. They don't never. have any Hufflepuffs in their crew. <gasps> Except me. I would be in there. You'd crew. be in their crew? Yeah. Okay, well, so we're going to do some couple quick facts for you. So this ship includes Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, played by Rupert Grint and Emma Watson. Oh, my God. I have in my notes, <laughs> played by Rupert Grint and Hermione Granger. <laughs> and Hermione Granger. <laughs> to be fair, Emma Watson is pretty much We were Hermione discussing Granger. this earlier. She, I feel like she is the same person as she Hermione grew Granger. Into her she definitely grew into her. Yeah. They, they, would they be, could be one and the same. Yeah, definitely. So it's from the Harry Potter universe or slash the mind of J.K. Rowling the is mind. what I yes. what I have. 
Um, what alternative couple names do you have for so them? So I came up with Weezer and Grangely. Weezer. Which sounds like a law firm. <laughs> it does. Weezer and Grangely. Weezer and Grangely. What did you have? Um, so I have Heron. Mm. These ones, so I found these on one of the sites that I was reading that had like a couple names, like other oh, couple okay. names for them. So you did research so on it. That's very Ravenclaw of you. Oh, it is. I was actually. just like, I got this. Um, Heron was one of them. Mm-hmm. Ron Miney. So it's similar to Ro Miney, but there's an N in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Good Ship, which I didn't really understand why they're called the Good Ship. I, I feel like the that's Good Ship Bughead. <laughs> I feel like that's all. Like all ships can be called yeah, that, the like ship. the Good Ship. And I also had R slash R H. Which I don't really understand why that's a thing. I think that's how people tag it on like fan fiction because I saw that last night when uh, I was looking for fan fiction. R slash RH. Okay. Yeah. That's like their code, I guess. I guess. Um, so their current status is they're married with two children. Babies. Yes. And their ship categories, they are canon. They are, in fact, together, as we just said, and married. Yep. Um, they're also a friendship because mm-hmm. they did start, start out, out as best friends. mates back in uh, first year. Yep. Um, they're also a dictatorship because Hermione does have the tendency to boss Ron around and yeah. tell him what to do at all points in time. Exactly. Um, but they are also a partnership because... Yeah, they make a good team. They do. They make a good team. Technically, there's three of them in the team, but I'm sure within their marriage as well, they're also a team. Yes, exactly. They did raise two kids to at least the age of 11 because yeah. they got on the train to Hogwarts. And what was so. that one qu- uh, thing you were reading that was like, they basically ra- raised Harry for seven That's years? That's true. <laughs> they basically co-parented Harry they, for seven they years They co-parented Hogwarts, Harry. So good for you guys yeah they're a great partnership mm-hmm. all right so we're gonna get into their story so ron and hermione first met on the hogwarts express at their first year uh of hogwarts and in the beginning ron is annoyed by hermione because um she th- he weren't we all though well <laughs> he just thinks that she's really annoying and like a know-it-all and all that kind of st- all is. that jazz um, and he doesn't want her to be sorted into Gryffindor, which is just super mean. What? Oh, right. Cause he met her on the train already. I was yeah, like, how would he even know that? And he's that, like, no, I hope she's not in our house. I'm Hermione Granger. I totally thought Hermione would be in Ravenclaw. She would. It was the same thing with Harry where he could have gone to Slytherin or Gryffindor and she could have gone to Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw or, Gryffindor. or Gryffindor. But she was like, no, yeah. I want to be a Gryffindor. Yeah. Which makes sense later, but she is very intelligent. Um, and she, so Ron is talking about Hermione and she overhears him and he's saying that there's a clear reason why she doesn't have any friends. Oh, that's part is so sad. I know. And she like one. passes by him and she's obviously starts crying. So she's in the bathroom crying because of this. When Halloween a troll, 1991. I know. <laughs> when a troll comes into the uh, Hogwarts and Harry and Ron saves her, save Hermione from the troll. And she then lies to Professor McGonagall to prevent Harry and Ron from getting into trouble. Uh, even though, why would they be getting into trouble? Because they saved her. Which I think it's because they should have gone and got an adult. Which makes sense. As but they like should have done for most for of the series. Like, <laughs> many times over. But still, Where like, they still ups? saved her life. Like, give them some credit. Yeah. Um, so after this, their friendship begins. Uh, and although, although Ron and Her- Hermione do bicker quite often... Which I said, it's that whole, like, being mean to a girl because you actually like her thing. Which we should stop teaching little girls if Which, that's a thing. Yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't, it really doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, you could, you can show your emotions in a more positive way, but mm-hmm. I, I understand. Uh, Ron first shows romantic signs in their first, or they're in their second year when he is jealous of Hermione's crush on Professor Gilderoy Lockhart, which is weird to me because he is the most annoying character Gilderoy. But he's got charisma. He does, but he's very irritating. Yes. 
Um, he also tries to put a hex on Draco after he calls her a mudblood. Yeah, eat slugs. Eat slugs. And then, so he's sticking up for her once again. And he vomits slugs for the next how many days after that because of it. That's all I want in a relationship is someone who thinks defending me is worth barfing slugs barfing for several slugs. hours afterwards. That's, you don't do that just for your friends, you don't. people. Uh, I would never barf slugs for you. Oh, I would never barf slugs for you either. Good. Just kidding. <laughs> um, in fourth year, their feelings for each other begin to grow and become more more obvious. Hermione is jealous of Ron's crush on Fleur Delacour, which that's a great name, by the way. Fleur like Delacour. Rhymey and French. And Ron becomes jealous of Victor Crumb, who Hermione ends up attending the Yule Ball with after Ron fails to ask her Crumb. himself. And he can't so even sad. say her name. Imagine dating oh, yeah. someone who couldn't say your name. Say my name, say my name. <laughs> no one. No, we'll stop. Uh, so in their sixth year, Ron starts dating Lavender Brown. And Ron and Hermione don't speak for months because of this. They kind of get into like little tiffs throughout their their journey together. And they They're don't like talk for a bit. people, but from a very young age. Yeah. They do. They really do bicker like a married couple. Um, but when Ron is accidentally poisoned with mead on his birthday, which I don't remember this. Poisoned with mead? Mead. Isn't that alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it said. I was Happy birthday, Ronnie. I was <laughs> reading through this and I was like, I don't think that's right, but mead. It's in the books though. It's not in the movies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's poisoned with mead on his birthday and Hermione forgets about their fight and visits him in the hospital and stays by his side while he recovers. And during one of Lavender's visits, Ron says Hermione's name while he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Which is him and Lavender break up. Yeah. Which is so cute. And Hermione, you can, like, just see her, like, little happy face after that. Mm. Uh, By the time Ron is allowed to leave the hospital, Hermione and him are closer than ever, and his relationship with Lavender ends very quickly after that. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, Harry says that uh, the two are sort of together at Fleur and Bill's wedding when Ron and Hermione dance together. And Victor Crumb is also a a guest at that wedding. Yeah. And while they're dancing. Help her make him jealous. Yeah, and Realize rather why he's missing. Yeah, and that's when Harry's like, because Victor's like, oh, are they together? And Harry is like, mm, I guess, kind <laughs> of, kind of not really. Um, Ron comforts Hermione quite a few times during their search for the Horcruxes, and Ron leaves during the search for a while, and Hermione is super upset during this time. And Ron actually returns because Hermione says his name, and that's how he finds yeah, them again, he says which he can is hear her calling him. pretty cute. And Ron destroys, when Ron destroys the necklace Horcrux, one of his deepest fears is revealed, which is Hermione preferring Harry to him. Uh, the two finally kiss for the first time during the Battle of Ho- Hogwarts, and the two eventually marry and have two kids. Aww. So cute. What a story. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much also kind of summarizes all my big moments I had for them, or my favorite moments, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, what are um, some of your fave Romani moments? My fave Romani moments. Well, from the the very first, what well, I was gonna say, the first season, like it's a TV very show, first the season. first book, when she says the worst, it could be worse for them to be expelled than dead. And oh he goes, yeah, she needs to, to show out her, her priorities. priorities. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize in advance for our terrible British accents <laughs> throughout this episode. But I should get Becca to teach me. Yeah. Um. Wh- oh, when Harry tries to touch the hippogriff or when he's flying it, and she grabs Ron's hand. Yeah, she's that part's so cute. Um, their Yule arg- Yule ball argument. Mm-hmm. When they fight, but you're like, ah, oh, one day you will bang. <laughs> <laughs> just know. You just know. Yeah, when they're sassing each other in the hallway there. Um, them defeating their Dark Lord together, that was pretty pretty big. That was pretty big, yep. Um, 
Oh, I also like her intro moment with that. I'm Hermione Granger, and you are. And, and then you are edited it in in the gift for him being like your future husband. Your future husband. Um, I really like when Ron tries to make Malfoy eat slugs for her. Yeah, so um, cute of him. And. Oh, in the, I don't think they show it this way in the movie, but in the books, when she jumps and kisses him, it's because he says he wants to like make sure they save the house elves oh, and make yeah. sure they get out of Hogwarts in time. And we because all know Hermione's affinity Hermione's for the house elves. Hermione just loves the house elves. Fighting for the right. Which and she I jumps just up think that's kisses the him. funniest. I don't know why I find it so hilarious that fighting she is. house elf. Yes. She's, she loves her house elves. Because she's a lovely person. Yeah. I have for my favorite moments, the Yule Ball as well. And her quote that's next time there's a ball, ask me before somebody else does and not as a last resort. Pluck up she the gets courage. like super sassy with him. Yeah. Because he needs to know. He's being so rude to her during those those moments. Yeah. Assertive Hermione is a great Hermione. Yes. Um, and I do love when Ron says Hermione's name and not Lavender's when he's sleeping. Yeah. And their kiss is, I think their kiss is like one of my favorites because it's such a slow burn. Like, their it's relationship. True. Eight movies. Yes. They made us wait. Seven yeah. books. Exactly. So it was a good slow burn first kiss. I liked their first kiss. And anytime, I said, anytime Hermione shows any interest in him, like you said, like grabbing his arm or yeah. something in Ron's face, you can just see him like light up a little bit. Yeah. Even though I feel like he gets kind of awkward about it, but. But it's still all cute. small. It's like minute. Or there's that one. Um. It's a scene in the movies and it's like the night after the wedding, I think. And they're sleeping and you can tell like they're in separate beds. Mm-hmm, like but their hands beds are with their hands. You yeah. can tell they fell asleep holding hands. I just feel like, like there's oh. so many little moments. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like such a good slow burn. There's just so many little moments that like feeds the fire. And then mm-hmm. you're like, yes. And I'm about finally. small moments. S- same. Those if are the best. romance, right? Like I'd rather see little tiny cute moments and just like full on banging. Same. Agreed. That can be romantic, but. A slow burn is better. A slow burn. We like slow burns. That's what, that was our like main criticism of the bughead, the bughead ship. Yeah, it was no, not a slow, not a slow burn. burn. You did not make us work for it at no. all. It's all Ugh. about the waiting, you know. Yeah. Good things come to those who wait. To those who wait. Yes. Um, I didn't really find any social media discussions about this other than the articles that we were reading see that's the thing though is that i feel like not that harry potter's done obviously it's not it'll People always be still in our hearts it. and it's gonna be huge forever but when the movies and books were fresh it wasn't a time when there was like, like twitter, twitter and exactly and yeah all of that stuff so so there is like conversations in articles that i've read but mm-hmm. i haven't really like i searched the romani tag on twitter and i like there wasn't really there much was discussion because it's not there really was. it's not like right now happening mm-hmm in this moment so i feel like nothing no big buzz spirals about it like that in the way that our other couples have yeah except for well the main one which is i think mostly what we're going to be discussing with this is when jk yeah. rowling comes out and says something like that time that she was like oh bt dubs dumbledore's gay and everybody was like oh yeah she did that wasn't really up. addressed in the movies or the books was no, it? no it wasn't but now it's playing a huge part in the incredible or fantastic beast somewhere to find them oh right he's with, yes um, when does that next movie come out this year or next year next year I think. next year or okay so they're filming it, it right now it. yeah actually um, I, d- I did see that they're on set i think right now filming mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so him and dumbledore were a were a thing back in the day oh that's that's a good way to do it like when a prequel still cooling if you yeah, didn't show like it in the in, in the movies mm-hmm. i love it um so basically our main 
spinning off that when J.K. Rowling comes out and just throws a wrench in things just to yeah. make us all die inside. Yeah. Um, her big reveal back, it was probably at least five years ago now, it I think. It was uh, 2014 when she came out and said this oh, okay. in an yeah, interview. Um, but she said, well, I think maybe Ron and Hermione weren't the best match and Hermione could have ended up with Harry and yeah. broke the bloody internet. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what our, like, was so upset. our main discussion is going to be today. Mm-hmm. Should Hermione have ended up with Harry instead of Ron? Thoughts, now, opinions, feelings. <laughs> thoughts, opinions, and feelings. Now, okay, few points I had with us here. First of all, J.K. Rowling hinted that she put them together for selfish reasons was actually yes. what she said. Yeah, I have her quote um, here. Do you want me to read it? Or do you have it? You have the actual quote? Yeah. Okay. I think she yeah, said, you have the full, read the full quote. She said, I wrote the Hermione Ron relationship as a form of wish fulfillment for reasons that have very little to do with literature and far more to do with me clinging to the plot that I first imagined. Hermione ended up with Ron. And okay. then Emma Watson, I think she was in that same interview. Yeah. There was two. They were yeah. She said, um, I think there are fans out there who knew that too. And who wonder whether Ron would have really been happy or really would have been able to make her happy. So I don't know if Emma Watson's aboard aboard the ship either. Here's the thing. She did not necessarily say that she should go with Harry. Yeah. No, she did. She said that she stuck with. So maybe like when she was writing the first book or she was making all those million notebooks we've talked about. Yeah. She was like, yeah, like and I'll just put them together and then kind of slowly realize as she was writing them all that maybe it didn't make the most sense, but stuck with it anyway. Yeah. Because it's what she wanted. So it's her original idea her saying it doesn't make sense from a literary perspective doesn't mean she does you know what I mean like yeah most books follow a certain trajectory formula whatever you want to call it and she didn't go with the traditional one but like let JK live her life yeah she can do whatever she she wants she gave us Harry Potter she I was gonna say she's allowed to do anything she wishes she is like the queen of JK Rowling everything and I would be like she had she's fine yeah no (laughs) no she did that what did he do (laughs) This is his fault, not hers. Yeah, so... She can do no wrong in my books. As I was reading more on this, because I was like, why would J.K. Rowling do that to us? Um, Apparently, like, the main time that she said she saw potential for Harry and Hermione to be together was when Ron bailed during Deathly Hollows, And they were together. So my head automatically goes to that scene where they're dancing. And it's like, this is cute, but what's going on? Mm -hmm. Like, when Ron... Or Ron... When Ron and Harry are dancing, when Harry and Hermione are dancing, which I feel like that's probably out there as well. Ron and Harry. Oh God, definitely. I'm sure there's so much fan fiction around yeah. that. Um, it's adorable, and they're dancing and stuff, and like that would have been the traditional way to go, is what she was saying. You yeah. know, the lead man with the lead woman. Yeah. Because Ron is more of like a perfect world out there. She's he's I, Ron is like more of a sidekick. Exactly. To the two of them, I would say, even though it is kind of equal, but. I don't know if it I think Hermione has more of an impact on the story than Ron does yes but I'll get to that point later because a lot of people are saying there's a massive difference between Hermione and Ron in the books and Hermione and Hermione and Ron in the movies right I did read that as well Yeah, because Hermione is played up to be and I think that what they were trying to do is you know good things they wanted like this strong female role model for little girls and stuff growing up with Harry Potter but they almost to do that took away from Ron yeah, because Ron's like less of a fuck in the books than he is yeah. in the movies. No, I did like, read that as well. There's literally the scene where Sirius Black is coming at them in the third one, and they took Ron's line where he's like, "If you want to get to Harry, you have to go through us," and they gave that line to Hermione. Oh, really? Yeah. So they full on just were like, "Nah, we're gonna make her yeah. the hero here." Because I that's like one of the main arguments that I've heard, like that I was reading about as well, that Ron is really like a secondary character and doesn't deserve Hermione, and mm-hmm. like 
Hermione is so much better than Ron. Like, why would she, why would she end up with someone that's like so below her? Basically, is what they were saying. But I exactly. think that's more the movies, not the books. Yeah. So I think in the movies they definitely downplayed Ron and upplayed Hermione. Yeah. That's completely not fair. And like, um, yeah, they make him look like a, like a dopey psychic. But they that's like kind of what complements them. I think. Like, yeah. I think it's so an too. Opposites attract scenario. And like. So I'm just going to come out and say, like, I don't agree that Hermione and Harry should have ended up together. Like, no, that's I not think so either. No. I think that would have been like, oh, it makes sense. But like in a fundamental, like primitive look at relationships, like no. he's a man and he will provide. And she also is a strong woman who will, you know, like it's just it's it would have just been way too predictable. Yeah. For Harry And Potter. like, I just I never saw them as anything more than friends. There was never like that spark between them in any instance like yeah. you honestly it was not a well thing. Harry, Harry never cared right like whereas Ron was like oh man she's with Victor Crumb Harry was like whatever yeah like, cool Harry was let her try to let her do her thing in the chat I mean to be fair Harry did have a lot more to worry about That's in true. his Harry's life a but a complicated life. yeah but he was all about Cho Chang then yeah and I, I just think that their dynamic like Harry and Hermione's was way more of a brother sister dynamic like it was never like a romantic thing I like I never saw it that being that way. So, yeah, I just can't support that. And I guess I mean, there's probably a difference, too, from what what has been displayed in movies and stuff between or what would happen in their adult life further down the road. Like there there are some really good arguments. Like I had a few down here, like whatever she's scared, like the whole one where she holds Ron's hand mm-hmm. when Harry is touching the hippogriff and it or when like she gets scared, she goes to Ron instead of Harry. Um, which is quite frankly a poor decision in the keeping oneself alive mentality to choose Ron Weasley over the boy I who mean, lived. I mean, that's very true. So obviously she really cares about him. <laughs> yeah. if that's who she wants to hold her in danger instead of Harry Potter himself. It's very true. Um, when she smells the Amartantia potion, the love potion, yep. she smells Ron. I have that here as well. So that's adorable. Yeah. Um, she's always got his back with magic, teaching him the proper Leviosa Levi-o-sa. from the very beginning that ends up saving them all from the troll. Yeah. Um, helping him make the Quidditch team where she's doing the confundus to make him make what's make his what, face mess up yeah. so that Ron the other can get keeper. on the team. Yeah. And when he makes up in the hospital, as you said, he's calling her name. Yeah. So they're just, there's clearly a connection there, everyone. They so really do care for it. Yeah. So I have, was that from the article, uh, for everyone who thinks Hermione should have ended up with Harry? Potentially. Okay. I read a lot of things about Harry Potter last night and there was a lot of wine. I have, there was (laughs) quite a bit of wine. Uh, I have this list of, uh, from, for everyone who thinks Hermione should have ended up with Harry, which is a Buzzfeed article written by Ellie Bate. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a classic hate to friendship to love story. So there is that classic like element there. Yeah. Uh, Ron is the one who sticks up for Hermione against Draco when he calls her a mudblood, not Harry. And I also said, would you do that for just a friend? I don't think so. Like throwing up slugs like we discussed before. When Hermione stood up for <laughs> would Ron. Would you rather yeah. throw up slugs or, or have not. purple hair? <laughs> 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 or not. Uh, um, when Hermione stood up for Ron against Draco, Harry wasn't jealous of Crumb. Ron was, which we discussed before. Uh, Hermione smelling Ron uh, when she's around the most powerful love potion, not Harry. Hermione spends all of sixth year crying on Harry's shoulder because she's upset that Ron has a girlfriend and they break up because of Hermione. 
Ra- uh, Ron came back in the Deathly Hallows because Hermione called his name and that's how he found them. And their kiss in the book is just so cute. So Harry goes, oi, there's a war going on here. And Ron goes, I know, mate. It's now or never, isn't it? Oh. Isn't that just so cute? Yeah, so see that fundamentally, like all the little things of Ron and Hermione yeah. leading up to it, if she then ended up with Harry, it would be like, what? Mur, mur, it would be mur. a little bit awkward. It would be. Not work. There's now, just so many little moments between them. That being said, that's when they're 17. Like we're forgetting, because they're doing Which very big adult things. We're yeah. forgetting they're 17 years old. If we were to take a look at who I might have ended up with at 17, we'd be in a very hilarious I position I know, but right you now. still, there are lots of people that end up with their high school sweethearts. I guess, yeah. Your sister is an look exception, at Rachel and not Brett. a rule. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, but a lot of the opposite side. No, not the opposite. Like the the actual actors themselves from the show oh. have been asked, like, would yeah. Ron and Hermione make it? And a lot of them are like, you nah. know what? I don't know. Like Rupert Grint himself was like, oh no, she would be dumping Ron's ass. And Matthew Lewis, who plays Neville, was like, no, yeah, they'd for sure be broken up. But Neville would, you know, try to get Ron back on his feet. Would put a big old Best rift buds. in the two friendships. So and even Emma Watson in that article with J.K. Rowling was like, yeah, don't really know if they would have ended up together. I just think it's one of those things where like. A relationship that maybe served a purpose, like in that dark, dark time. No, don't she, say that. No, like here's the thing. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not no, saying I, I agree with this, but in that dark time, like she needed to be serious because it's what the group needed and he needed to be funny and, uh, you know, yeah. a comic relief to them all. And they True. did balance each other out. But it's like when it comes down to day to day life and they're just raising kids and making dinner and going to work, would it still work out? Yeah. J.K. Rowling said they may need wizard therapy yeah wizard relationship counseling wizard, yeah Marriage which i wonder counseling. what the difference is between wizard relationship counseling and regular relationship counseling like can you just like drink a love potion on the way out the door and you're good and you're to like, go you're fine but then if you conceive a baby it's gonna end up like Voldemort. that's why he can't oh love. is that why he was conceived uh, from a love potion okay so no maybe not that yeah. then so like, i feel like that mean that babies are con- who are conceived by drunk muggles can't love <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> fair point. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> somebody out there, go try it out. Let yeah. us know how it ends up. We're not willing to try that. I'm not really. Do find some it. case studies. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and there was also all, like on the opposite side, a lot of people were saying that Ron is just a very jealous person, and he's he's too jealous, and Hermione would be like, he's jealous, nah. but so is Hermione. Hermione's also jealous. True. That's also true. I just think jealousy is, you know, never really. There's a difference between being like, hey. Yeah. Don't be flirty with my girlfriend or being like a psycho about it. I don't think either of them was ever really a psycho. No. I feel like they did. They did just show Ron being jealous more often than they did Hermione. But I don't know. Hermione's was more like Hermione got sad when she was jealous and Ron got like huffy huffy, and was a dick. Yeah, that's true. He, like, acted out on it, and Hermione just, like, cried on Harry's shoulder. She and took it out on Harry. Aw, poor Hermione. Harry just had wet shoulders for, like, the entire yeah. year. <laughs> he was like, oh, goodness, not again. Not again. While he was trying to, like, save the world. She's just crying. To consolidate our uh, Hermione and Ron, we're going to read you guys a little fan fiction. Mm-hmm. See how it makes you feel about them and if we think they would have ended up. Yeah. It plays I'm in with saying... The- I just think that they're meant to be together. That's what I'm saying in this in this argument's case. I'm saying Ron and Hermione were meant to be together. Even if all these articles, like I even read an article that was like, this wasn't just uh, disappointing. Like her, Ron and Hermione's relationship in Harry Potter wasn't just disappointing, but dangerous. I think that's and an I was exaggeration. Like, Calm down. Like 
it's not dangerous. I know that she, the whole trope of, oh, he's being mean to her because he likes her thing is overdone and that shouldn't be a thing anymore. But like you're taking it a little bit too far. And I don't know that he ever actually like was mean. Like he never like made fun of her to her face, right? Like he was like frustrated in first year and annoyed at her for yeah, correcting which him also in class. he's like, like a like, child. No wonder nobody likes her. Like he was 11. Yeah, Let's calm, calm down. down people. Doesn't when mean that their perfect children whole relationship would be falling apart. The whole world would be falling apart if we held everyone accountable for what they did when they were 11. Exactly. Unless they're like pulling, you know, tails off of kittens or something, in which case you should probably get them into therapy. I mean, you're probably a serial killer. (laughs) Responsible for that at the age of 11, but not being annoyed at a girl correcting them in class because she's a little bit of a know-it-all. Exactly. You're allowed to be frustrated, kids. Yes. Just take it out in a healthy way. Take it from us. We're super (laughs) well-balanced. We know what we're talking about. All right, so we're going to read you a little uh, Ron and Hermione smut to prove that yes, maybe their love can, the can warning, have it out The warning all. on this is literally, oh, just your typical everyday smut. <laughs> all the stuff that comes before it is just angst and dialogue leading up to the smut. Did I mention smut? <laughs> yes, that's about to get smutty up in here. Smutty. All right, do you want to take Ron or Hermione? Uh, it doesn't matter, whatever. You can choose. How about you do Hermione? Because I do a really good Ron voice, I think. Okay. I'm not going to do a British accent, though, because... Oh, that's fine. I really can't. I'll offend the whole country of England. The whole country of England. Yes. Okay. Um, this okay. is called Popping Buttons. Uh, it's on fanfiction.net, and it's by Jessrod82. J-E-S-R-O-D-82. Jessrod. Yes. Do you want to take narrator, or do you want me to? I'm going to let you do narrator, because... Okay. You've read this through, and I have not, so... That's true. Okay. All right, here we go, friends. Popping her foot impatiently on the stone floor near the portrait hole, Hermione looked down at her watch for what felt like the hundredth time in in the space of five minutes. Come on, Ron, she muttered to herself. The corridor was near empty, and Hermione knew that her presence had a lot to do with the students clearing out, not wanting to receive detention for being a minute over curfew. She clutched her stomach as it grumbled, not having had time for dinner as she was too busy studying for final exams. Classic Hermione. <laughs> her hunger pains reminded her where Ron was and why he must be late. He had dragged Harry out of the common room after winning him in chess again, demanding he needed a fly. What? He needed a fly. And they planned on making a final stop in the kitchens to visit Dobby and Nosh on whatever leftovers there was from dessert. She and Ron had just recently reconciled after a rather awfully long and miserable episodes of Ron's lapse of judgment and character, the episode that Hermione now referred to as the Lav Lav experiment gone awry. <laughs> Merlin's me? saggy bullocks. Hermione didn't so much as so much as flinch as she heard her what as she turned her head slowly to the left and saw Ron bent over with his hands on his knees, panting and wheezing. You're late, Ron, and please don't swear. I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Ron said as he straightened his torso and raised his arms high over his head, stretching his spine and looking up at the ceiling to crack his back. Ah, there it is, he said with a sigh and twisted his hips to work out the stitches in his sides. Wait, so this is like uh, fifth year for them? Is this when this takes place? I'm not sure. They fifth haven't or said sixth? Yet. Something like that? Yeah, it's fifth year. Okay. That's when he was with Lavender. Right. Hermione was certain that watching Ron's tall, freckled, and now man-like body stretching and twisting around like that was not intended to be an erotic experience. Oh, goodness. However, her treacherous, her traitorous body was responding as if he was standing starkers in front of her. Starkers. Starkers. The light dimmed with a spotlight on him as he stretched under a cascade of water, a river running down what she hoped was a very toned chest and fit stomach, only to get caught in a mess of ginger hair. Is she talking about his red pubes? 
She definitely oh, is. Oh, no, Hermione. She had imagined so many times in her fantasies the final destination, his, what she hoped, what she desperately oh, needed goodness. to be long, hard, and thick. Okay there, Hermione. Ron rolled his neck and crooked his brow at Hermione. What? No, I mean, yes. Why are you Why are you late? She demanded and discreetly used her thumb to flick the tiny bit of drool from the oh corner my of her mouth. Hermione. Ew. And where's Harry? Oh, Dobby wouldn't let him go until he made sure Harry knew just how wonderful and amazing and brave Harry is. Ron mimicked Dobby and chuckled as they started walking side by side down the corridor. He sobered quickly at Hermione's hard look. And then I saw the time and hauled Ars over here, knowing you were waiting for me, of course. You shouldn't make fun of him, Ron. Dobby really likes you. Ta, Hermione, Ron said with a hand to his chest. Dobby's all right. I wasn't making fun. Hermione rolled her eyes and looked straight ahead, trying her best to ignore how hurt he looked. Ron liking Dubby will not make her want him more. No, it most certainly will not. <laughs> All right, fine. She said and peered into a classroom. Seeing it empty, she closed the door and they continued down the corridor. She looked over at Ron. He was twirling his wand, looking at the paintings on the walls, waving at the portraits that were still awake. What are you doing? She asked, annoyed that he wasn't taking their patrols seriously socializing he said an innocent looking shrug and stared at her until she stopped and stomped her foot rounding on him you're supposed to be helping me ron you always let yourself become distracted he looked down at her frowning i do not hermione i'm perfectly capable of concentrating when i have to hermione scoffed loudly and poked a finger in his cloak covered what in his cloak covered chest near his prefect badge you most definitely oh, that's you you most definitely cannot i know this for a fact she said angrily thinking of him and lavender and how her blonde doormate managed to distract ron for months what are you on about ron said pushing her finger that's away that's one of my favorite british sentences what, what are you on about <laughs> nothing forget it let's just finish they will later. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she turned to walk, but stopped when his hand closed over her arm. She yanked it back, seeing the hurt expression on his face before he turned angry again. No, you're going to tell me now or I'll stand here all night until you do. You will not. Try me. Fine. I was talking about Lavender. Happy now? What about her? You think she distracted me? Oh, you're a fast one, Ron. She said sarcastically. Oi, you're in a right state tonight, aren't you? He stepped closer to her, but when she could smell the chocolate pudding he must have had down in the kitchens and her head became fuzzy, she took a step back, shaking her head. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, I can't imagine Ron saying Aggressive, that. Aggressive, Ron. Language, Ron. Oh, piss off with that already, he shouted at her. They glared at each other for about a minute, fuming and red-faced. Hermione's urge to run away conflicted her with wanting to pounce on him right there on the spot and snog him senseless. Snog him senseless. I think it's about time we hash things out, don't you? How about we start with those bloody birds you sent on me? And I'm so sorry I didn't think, think to ask your permission before snogging someone, he said sarcastically. I always knew you were bossy, but not, but not to quit being my friend for not. That's, that wasn't the only reason, Hermione said quietly through her teeth, her arms across her still empty stomach that now flipped over on itself. Do you know what else? Ron asked, completely ignoring her reply. I reckon you liked McLagan and Crumb's attention, didn't you? And you have the nerve to be angry with me about Lavender. You're a hypocrite, it's what you are. Hermione was beyond shocked at Ron's outburst. Her body was shaking with anger as she waited for him to realize what he just said and apologize empathetically, ready to deny him forgiveness and then rail into him for being such an arse. When he only stood there, glaring right back, his hands balled into fists at his side, she knew an apology would not come so quickly this time. First of all, I never said you needed permission to do anything, she said, and stepped in closer, making their chests slide against each other. Secondly, if you don't want to see what else those canaries can do 
Uh, you will never call me a hypocrite again. Thirdly, Hermione's resolve crumbled a bit and her voice cracked. You assume I like the attention as if I'm, I'm some sort of tart, a scarlet woman. You don't know me at all, do you? Ron's face finally fell and realization took over his face. No, wait, I didn't mean that. I just meant... Never mind what you meant. Hermione said icily, her chest caving in and tears threatening to spill over. She turned on her heel and walked briskly down the corridor and forced herself not to cry. Prefect duties were forgotten as she hurried to her steps, eager to get as far away from Ron as possible. Hermione, Ron yelled. His long legs being an advantage, he caught up easily and skidded to a stop in front of her and brought her walking to a halt with his hands on her arms. Don't go, please. You're such an arse, Ron, Hermione said and threw her arms down angrily and pushed against his chest. The hardness of his muscles that she felt under his clothing only made her angrier. I'm just jealous, okay? Jealous of what exactly? I know I don't attract a whole lot of girls and, well, I was jealous of the attention you got. Oh, Hermione said, her heart dropping. And what about Lavender then? What was she? Oh, right. He shrugged and said, a glitch in the universe, some kind of cosmic joke. I don't bloody well know. I liked her all right, but she was the only one to ever fancy me. And I reckon she only did because I'm best mates with Harry, he chuckled. And I couldn't even stand her. How mental is that? So you got on with her because she was just there? How barbaric is that? That's totally barbaric. <laughs> it's totally. I know. All right. Spare me the fucking lecture. He looked away and rubbed his neck, looking uncomfortable. Hermione sighed and looked away from him, lost as to where to go from here. Her only consolation was the confirmation of her hunch about him not ever having real feelings for Lavender. She stepped around Ron and started walking again, waiting for him to fall and step beside her. Sorry I said that about your liking attention. I don't mean to imply that you were a tart or whatever, he muttered with his hands shoved into the pockets of his robes. It's fine, Hermione replied, shaking her head. I never fancied either of them, you know, she continued, her eyes on the floor as they strolled. I only went off with them because it made me feel wanted, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe they only liked me for the same reason you think Lavender liked you. You know, Who knows, right? She refrained from divulging the whole truth, that her motives both times were to make Ron jealous. And now that she knew it hadn't worked, that her actions only drove him away further, she felt defeated and exhausted from the effort of holding up her defenses. Well, that was stupid. I thought you were supposed to be smart. She snapped out of her self-loathing thoughts and glared at him. I beg your pardon? No, really, he said, and stopped walking. They now stood at the end of the empty corridor, having only gone a short distance. Hermione knew they should have been at the astronomy tower by now, but they were so far off schedule that she couldn't even think to care at the moment. Ron, if you call me stupid again, I'll... What? Hex me? You'll have to give yourself detention for it, then. Hermione bit her lip and said, Damn, you're right. You know what else is stupid? Ron! Hear me out, he said, and leaned against the wall with one foot propped up behind him, his wand tapping against his thigh. His wand tapping against his thigh? <laughs> Hermione huffed and stood rigid in front of him with her arms crossed. She may not be able to hex him, but she could kick him swiftly in the shin if he turned out of, talked out of turn again. You were stupid for letting Crumb kiss you, and McClagan, stupid beyond measure that was. What, what does it matter who I kissed, and what do you even care anyway, she shouted. Without waiting for an answer, she continued. And I could say the same for you. Do I have to ring up Lavender yet again? If you're going to court, then ask... If you're going to court? Oh, if count that. Count that. I thought I was like, court, what court? are they talking about? If you're going to count that, then you, sh you take stupid to, the whole, to a whole level, Ron. He pushed himself off the wall and stood up straight in front of her. She put her weight onto one foot and tapped the other on the floor and sneered at him. Uh, you have no right telling me off for being stupid, Ron. 
Uh, not that it's any of your business, but those kisses never came close to the disgusting display of affection you and Lav Lav afforded us day in and day out. I can say without a doubt I've never been kissed like that. She meant it as an insult, but realized too late that she just admitted her lack of experience and felt ridiculously embarrassed, especially knowing how much Ron had on her. Seriously, Ron asked, his tone softer than it had been the entire night. She shrugged, her face hot as she looked away from him. But who cares, right? It's not like anyone fancies me now, is there? She asked, feeling vulnerable and wanting to crawl into a crack in the floor and disappear. There was a second of silence before she was being grabbed around her waist and turned around, her back now against the wall that Ron had just occupied. She yelped and grabbed onto Ron's arms, panicked and confused about what was happening, not daring to be hopeful about his intentions. However, as she stared up at his half-idled eyes, the way he licked his lips, her body cried out frantically to her brain that something massively important and life-changing was about to happen to her. Ron, what? Her words were cut off as his body pushed against hers, his back, her back now pressed tight to the wall and his hands wedged between it and her spine. Just fucking hell, Hermione, he said and took a breath. I don't want to talk about those tossers anymore or lavender. <laughs> Hermione shut her mouth and breathed hard through her nose, her brain buzzing and her legs turning to pudding. The thought of pudding linked her mind to the smell that was now clouding her face and making her mouth water. Are you going to what? Just shut up, Ron interrupted, his voice low and firm. The fierceness in which he spoke hit Hermione with pangs of desire deep inside her gut, her thighs rubbing together as the yearning doubled over on itself, multiplying until it filled her empty stomach, and she felt full with it to the brain. She didn't have the courage to move. Not she could with him literally holding her body up like this. As soon as Ron had himself on her, she could actually feel him against her thigh, oh, goodness. growing harder with every second that passed. Her calculating and brilliant mind estimated the girth and length of his erection at once, and it was more than she could have ever predicted. She gasped in anticipation, unable to believe that she wasn't dreaming this moment. She wanted to pinch herself, but instead used her other senses as reference to reality. I love how she's still like using her math skills right? in this moment. <laughs> The smell of Ron's breath and the sound of their combined ragged breath and the taste of sweat on her upper lip as he darted, as she darted her tongue out to moisten her lips. No, she was most certainly not dreaming. I'm going to kiss you now. Is that all right? His words were more of a statement than a question, but Hermione nodded anyway, her head barely moving as her hair was also trapped behind her shoulder blades in the wall. Hermione licked her lips again, and the tip of her tongue swiped across his bottom lip as he moved closer. She froze, her body tingling from her toes all the way up to her head, but it was nothing compared to Ron's reaction. His knees buckled, and he sucked in a sharp breath. She gripped his arms harder and leaned her head back to the wall for a second before looking at him again. He regained his composure once more, opening his eyes and staring at her. You deserve a proper kiss, Hermione, he said, and then shook his head. I've wanted to do this for so long. You did? Hermione's vision blurred with tears. Really? He smiled. You have no idea. I just never thought you fancied me, but I should have. Your reaction to me and those birds, it was sort of obvious, wasn't it? I reckon I'm just daft. Hermione took <laughs> her head and sniffed, laughing quietly through her growing smile. No, you're not. Well, maybe we both are. Without further pause, Ron leaned in the rest of the way and caught her mouth in his, pulling her into him at the same time, hands flat against the small of her back between her shoulder blades, burring into her was now loose from its restraint. Hermione's arms immediately shot up and wrapped themselves around Ron's neck, pulling him even closer, their prefect badges clanging noisily. The knots of their ties and the bulkiness of their cloaks presented her from feeling the hard hardness of his chest that she knew was underneath. 
Her lips were unexpectedly soft, and even though the pressure was firm, she could tell Ron was being gentle with her, not wanting to startle her by giving her too much too soon. She felt the fullness of his lips covering hers and melted against him. Hermione's inexperience became clear when she suddenly broke away from him, gasping for breath and swallowing quickly. Are you okay? Ron asked, his voice scratchy but without loss of breath. Yes, I'm fine, she said, and rested her forehead on his. He shifted then, his knees separating her legs to allow him to settle more comfortably against her. Hermione... Ron moved his left hand to her hip and squeezed her through her robes while at the same time thrusting lightly into her. Too much? She shook her head vigorously, causing Ron to chuckle in her face. No, not too much. I just needed to to catch my breath. And he was kissing her again, the pressure of his mouth heavier with a new hunger that wasn't there the first time. Open your mouth, Hermione. He whispered on her closed lips after a few moments. She opened her eyes enough to peek at him and saw that his were open, staring down at her mouth as if he was getting ready to taste the best pudding of his life. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Knowing how much he loved pudding, Hermione felt like... <laughs> Knowing how much he loved pudding. The luckiest pudding. person in the world to be wanted by Ron this much. When she let her mouth fall open, his hands left her hip and back and grasped into either side of her neck. So funny. The sound of her name being spoken in his deep voice, his large, warm hands cradling his face, gently wiping the tracks of wet tears made Hermione relax and tense simultaneously. She never thought that was possible. She closed her eyes, still keeping her lips parted slightly, and took a deep breath. She started a mental step-by-step evaluation, and her first observation on that list, breath control, was important in this new activity. (laughs) Blimey, he whispered. She grunted slowly in response, her body so racked with yearning and tension that she swore she would burst into flames before his tongue ever reached hers. Ron was torturing her, and he didn't even know it. His tongue finally darted out, sweeping inside the edge of her bottom lip and teeth. Hermione opened her mouth wider, unsure of what to do with her own tongue and lips. She acted on instinct and put her tongue out as well, startled when he did the same, and their lips closed onto one another. Their tongues were now trapped in in between their mouths, and it was so much warmth and moisture, and the taste was incredible. moisture. It's a gross word. Ron held her head in place as he took over the kiss, sucking on her tongue lightly and withdrawing his mouth only for a second before diving back in and swirling his tongue around hers, his lips caressing her slowly with great care and obvious skill. She worked to copy his movement striving to learn the technique so that she would be able to make him feel the same damn brilliant (laughs) Hermione felt a surge of energy course through her veins and a spark like a firework cracked inside of her she was suddenly gripping onto his hair pulling on it hard and his tongue took between her lips sucking it as he had done to her only with more enthusiasm that she wasn't able to control Ron broke them apart and stood panting and wheezing gulping in huge amounts of air into their lungs bloody fucking hell Hermione Sorry, I got rather carried away, Hermione said and swallowed more air. That was Ron. Thank you. <laughs> Before she could stop herself, Hermione then blurted out, I love you. She closed her eyes and willed her heart to stop to quit beating altogether, but it was no use. The words were already out there and Ron heard them and she could do nothing more but wait to be lifted into the clouds or smashed into stone and uh-huh, shattered into poor a girl. pieces. Calm down, Hermione. <gasps> you, you do? She nodded, not opening her eyes, but then she felt him kiss her sweetly on the lips and let it a choked sob right into his mouth before he pulled away. Me too, Ron said, his voice full of disbelief. Hermione opened her eyes and watched him through her tears. I mean, I, I love you too. That's what I meant to say just then. Hermione giggled and Ron swept in again, kissing her with everything he had. He pushed her hard against the wall, their mouths working furiously together, but fighting for dominance tongues licking and teeth grazed over lips with both confessions out in the open Hermione couldn't get enough of him and felt spurred on by Ron's eagerness and unwillingness to let go of her his hands fisted in her hair well at least it was in her hair (laughs) and he was growling into her mouth while also pulling away and muttering incoherent words and whispering her name on her lips 
Ron, please. Hermione gasped when his mouth was on her neck, his tongue licking and sucking below her jaw. His hands quickly dropped from her hair and grabbed at her waist, his thumbs pressing into her stomach as if trying to feel her through any layers. Too many clothes, he said before kissing her again. And all of the desire, passion, and hunger inside of Hermione became too much for her to handle. Nothing more certain than anything in her life. And for reasons that were still very new to her, Hermione knew the only way she would be able to continue living was to have more of <laughs> She's Ron. so dramatic. So we're going to stop it there, although it does continue <clears throat> to completion. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> to if completion. you'd like to read the rest of it, we'll definitely put the link yeah, to that. Yeah, we'll post that on our... We did not realize how long it was when we started reading, so... We'll put that on our social media. We'll leave you guys hanging now that you're all excited. Yeah. I'm sure. By yeah. The, uh, I love how it's still, like, sweet, though. Like, it yeah, was still cute. So cute. They still love each other. Exactly. No one says you can't bang violently when you're in love. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just well, saying that's it what was I'm still saying. cute. Oh, dog howl. Okay, so we usually do where this couple slash relationship is going, but like they're already married with kids. They're so already married, but here's what do you the think? Thing. I I do think. Okay, there's two ways this can go. Mm-hmm. We already know they're married. They've popped out a few little weaselets. Weaselets. And they've shipped them off to Hogwarts. Yeah. Now we're not sure if wizards can get divorced or anything like that. I don't know what the rules I'm sure are. Sure, they there. can. They're going to continue to have descendants who are geniuses that are simultaneously very stupid. <laughs> a combination Good of the two. Balance. Not that Ron's super stupid. He's just like common sense wise. Dopey, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a bit dopey. That being said, I could also see them breaking up. Really? As a lot of the cast members have said, because they are very different. And, you know, once they get to the mundane day-to-day life, are they still compatible when but they're not they're trying wizards, to defeat? So will they ever be mundane? No, they won't be. By <laughs> definition, they will never be muggles. But... You know, like, will will Hermione get bored? Because he goes off and he's working at Wizards Weasley Weezes or we- yeah, Weasley's Wizard Weezes. <laughs> it's too many W's. I can't say it. But he goes yeah, to work with his brother okay, um, to fill in for the loss of his other brother. Right. So he's a oh, bit of an entrepreneur, so which is interesting. But, like, it is a joke shop at the end of the day. Yeah. So I don't know if Hermione is like, yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. Or if she's like, oh, my God, you're selling jokes all day. So... I don't know. Here's my thoughts. If Rupert Grint spent 10 years inside this guy's head and he thinks that Ron is on Wizard Tinder. which That's what that he be? said? Yeah, Wizard Tinder. Wizard Tinder. A.K.A. Winder. Or would he use Dumble? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So there Good has ones. to be something Good to times. that. Rupert Grint spent 10 years inside this guy's head and yeah. he thinks that maybe they don't last. And Emma oh, Watson also no. hinted at maybe not either. So not everything is made to last forever. Is my point. I can uh, see them staying together, but I could see them breaking up is my point. Okay. I'm going to go the soulmate route <laughs> and say, I think they uh, are going to grow old together forever. I love your optimism, Sminky. And uh, I also think that, so you said Hermione has like some high power wizard job. Yeah. Correct? She works in magical And I think that Ron was a stay-at-home dad for a short period of time <laughs> because I feel like he would be a great stay-at-home dad. I could see that. And then I also said they have a lot of cats cats don't you think they have a lot of cash she does have crookshanks exactly. crookshanks probably popped out a few kitlets i just think that they have a bunch of cats just roaming around so they're like reason. crazy cat ladies together but together but a couple yes huh. interesting theory I, I feel like hermione could have been a crazy cat lady oh a hundred percent but she just has ron with her now <laughs> so. that's true because that's the thing at the end of the day if not ron then who yeah like she's a bit of a psycho yeah she's not for cats. everybody she has cats it would, it's ron or the cats yeah so now she has both okay that's that's what i'm saying i could get on board with the amount of cats i'm never going to visit them being that i'm allergic yeah i'm not really a cat fan sorry everyone but (laughs) i could see them having a thousand cats like garden cats maybe not in the house because that's a lot of hair yeah live on some big farm 
have a bunch of cats. Maybe and they just take like, over the burrow, like they build a little house beside you the burrow with a thousand stories. That's what I'm saying happens. It's a great house. Yep. All right. So what was your rating of this relationship at the end of the day, Allie? So I think they were meant to be, and I just love this couple, and I love Harry Potter. So I gave them 9 out of 10 slugs that Ron threw up after trying to defend <laughs> Hermione against Draco. 9 out of 10 slugs. <laughs> yep. Well, I gave them 8 broken wands out of 10. Broken wands. Do you mean wands? Or do you I mean, mean wands. <laughs> like actual wands. That's good. Um, 8 out of 10 because I have doubts. Yeah. I have doubts, but I do love them together and I love their teenage relationship together. But like, Same. is it young love or is it lasting? I'm just, These I feel like questions. my rating is like focused just on like their teenage romance because I know I, well, just, I like to look at the big picture. So yeah, I know eight. Okay. Nine and eight. That's not bad. Eight broken ones yep. out of 10. Exactly. We're, we're kind of on the same page. I feel. Yeah. Alrighty. Our first episode back. How do you feel? It feels good to be back. feels good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to plug some social media. So our Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram is all at shipwreckedpod if you want to follow us. And our email is shipwreckedpodcast at gmail.com if you want to... Submit any corrections. Submit any question, uh, corrections or have any comments. If or we got anything wrong about this, I mean, I do... Send us... Pride myself on my Harry Potter knowledge. Yes. You never know. Send us any couples that you want us to uh, do in the future. We're open to suggestions. Mm-hmm. And thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back soon. Bye.